When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to The Treatment Room. I'm your host, Tessa Zolli, licensed esthetician, acne specialist, and NASM certified nutrition coach. So today, I am going to be offering a little casual, candid Q&A. I love mixing these in with the guest interviews just to keep it fun and fresh. And I'm sure some days you feel like being a little bit more serious, possibly taking notes, and then others you might just want to relax and tune in, tune out. So let's get into it. And I want to remind you, if you have any questions for me, write them down, save them. I do post a question box over on Instagram at myestitessa. I post those pretty frequently, usually two to three times a week. It's it's definitely my favorite feature on Instagram. I feel like it allows this two-way communication that feels a little bit more personal and it allows me to hear what questions you might have and allow me to know what kind of information I can provide, whether it's just a quick shout out on Instagram or a little bit more elaborate over here on the podcast. So thank you for anyone who engages over there on Instagram and seriously send me your questions in the question box. Don't feel limited to one. The more the better and it can be something that seems very basic or simple, or it could be more high-level professional stuff. Seriously, whatever comes to mind. Before we get into today's show, I wanted to highlight a little review and remind you that's a great way to support this podcast and this community. doesn't cost anything. It's just a good energy exchange, and it means so much to me. I have been going through and reading these and you guys, like it's almost brought me to tears. I just feel like you guys really get me and you know me and this is such a special, a special community and a special, a special industry and I'm so glad I've got to connect with so many of you and be a small part of your journey. I really shied away from reading the reviews for a long time because honestly, even though I've had the podcast for three years now, it's still something that feels new to me. And it's not something that is first nature to me. I'm not an outgoing person or somebody who's done a lot of public speaking, anything like that. So just the fact that I feel like I can even have a little place in this industry and a platform to talk still, it still feels like very much imposter syndrome to me. So going to reviews and seeing what anonymous people have to say about a show that is scary to do in the first place and put yourself out there 
it's a scary thing for me, but going to the reviews and seeing so many positive messages just really made me smile and I can't thank you enough for that. So this one says, I truly love listening to these little fruits of knowledge. I hope she continues to stick to her theme of her opinion and strong insights. One of the things I enjoy most about her is her discretion and ability to say, no, this isn't necessary, whether it's a product, ingredient, or a step. She Mainly, she is so genuine. Keep it up, SD. From a fellow esthetician, thank you so much. That seriously means the world. I really, really appreciate it. And I do strive to be genuine and my recommendations and my advice. And if I am recommending a product, it's something that I know is clinically backed and that I've personally used not only on myself, but many other people as well. So that really means a lot. And just thank you so much. I'm actually smiling from ear to ear. Let's go ahead and get into your questions. (laughs) starting with when are you coming to Utah to get a hydrofacial from me? I love you from face by Mace. Mace, I would absolutely love to go to Utah. There are so many incredible Estes out there. I always just, you know, wish I could go back in time and go to esthetician school in Utah and I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot to offer estheticians there. Glymed is there. You guys have these, (laughs) what are they called? Soda shops. I'm so intrigued. So I would absolutely love to go to Utah, love to see your new treatment room and would love to get a hydrofacial. It's on my bucket list for sure. What are your three must have skincare products right now? Oof. Okay. Number one, I'll say I'm really big on hydrating face masks. I feel like they're so underlooked and they're such a great way to really support a routine that has active ingredients. And if you're an acne prone person, we really need to be disrupting the acne process hopefully once a day. And to do that, you do need to rebuild the skin. You do need to focus on hydration and barrier health. If you're just stripping away, resurfacing, exfoliating, and you don't spend any time rebuilding the skin, it just catches up with you. So I love a hydrating face mask, and it's a great way to just ensure your skin is healthy, it's glowing, and... I love to do hydrating face masks in the morning. My favorite, hands down, is the Glymed CBD Hydrotherapy Face Mask. I feel like it is so underrated, especially for Glymed. They have so many viral popular products in this mask. I just don't hear anyone talking about it, except for me. I won't shut up about it. I love it. It smells like vanilla bean. Reminds me of pastries and cakes and it just makes your skin feel hydrated and balanced and delicious. It's so versatile for a range of skin types, whether you're oily or on the dry side. If you 
have a compromised barrier, you may feel a little bit of tingling initially, but over time it should help to strengthen that barrier and you should feel that sensation less and less. I also love to wear this face mask in the bath. When you are in the bath, you want to try to ensure your skin isn't bare and wet. That really leaves it vulnerable to what we call tool transepidermal water loss. Essentially, when the skin is wet, it allows moisture to evaporate. And when you're in a hot, warm bath, that can also aggravate the barrier. So you want to have something on the skin if you are sitting in a bath with damp skin. And I love the CBD hydrotherapy mask for that. It's just hands down my favorite. I will link any products I talk about in the show notes as well. Number two, another barrier supportive product. I love Jan Marini's Regeneration Booster. It is a growth factor serum. And I really love this because I'm already on, uh, I'd say like slightly aggressive routine with exfoliation. It's still something my skin tolerates, but I am interrupting that acne process daily with retinoids or exfoliation, peel pads, glycolic. So I need to do a lot of skin rebuilding and the Regen Booster is a really great product that supports the skin barrier health while addressing age management concerns such as fine lines and wrinkles, even hyperpigmentation. It's done a beautiful job at just keeping my skin tone even, and it just feels so nourishing and lovely. And it addresses one of the key reasons we experience aging, which is the shortening of telomeres. So Jan Marini's technology and just the before and afters with this product and all her products in general is so unmatched. So I love this product. And I mean, anyone could use growth factors. You could (laughs) start using them in your 20s. And if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, really any age, it's not too late. It's a great product to introduce to maintain your skin health. I'm loving those two. And then... I would have to say, just for a little teaser moment, I am coming out with three new products very, very soon, and I have to say they're all my favorite, but I'm really, really obsessed with the eye product I am coming out with, and let's see, what can I say about it? It's just very versatile, very impactful, very different from eye products you've seen before. And it is so lovely and elegant on the skin. And I think you'll just love applying it and you'll love how it wears. So I'm really excited for that. What did I get from the Sephora sale? Let me just pull up my cards because your girl had quite the haul. Okay, let's see. I got a three-in-one pencil sharpener. Gotta love a good sharp lip liner. I also got the Bare Minerals Complexion Rescue 
SPF concealer. This just was like speaking all the things to me. I love an eye product. I love a concealer. I love SPF. I really like Bare Minerals. So this was just checking all of the boxes. I love my Oxygenetics concealer and I love the Color Science Total Eye, but just wanted to try something a little bit new. So I'll let you guys know how it is. I'm pretty picky with anything that goes under in the under the eyes just because it needs to be hydrating. I have a dry under eye, but I don't want it to crease. So I will report back on that. I also got the Shiseido Eyelash Curler. I've never found an eyelash curler that is amazing. So I'll also report back on that. I might have to do you know, a first impressions or a review of this haul. Next, I picked up a couple goodies from Merit. I picked up the Flesh Balm Cream Blush in the shade Cheeky, which is a cool pink. And I picked up their Minimalist Perfecting Complexion Foundation in the shade Dune. No idea if that's my match. We will find out. I just think Merit is really doing it right. They have an esthetician on board with the brand, which is so awesome. And all goes back to my episode that highlighted my 2023 predictions for skincare and makeup. Acne safe, acne friendly. It's all starting to come into the vernacular in the mainstream and it's it's about time consumers deserve to understand how their makeup products and their skincare will impact their skin it's been this guessing game for the longest time and i think that's something that we're going to start to see maybe more regulation but definitely more conversation about merit is so the company says acne friendly acne safe it's not like I've used these products on my clients myself the way I do with color science. So it leaves a little bit of room for exploration, but it does sound like they do some thorough testing to ensure the products should be safe for acne-prone skin. Bear in mind, this is really referring to comedogenicity. It's not referring to acnegenicity, which can happen if you are irritated by an ingredient in a product or it creates inflammation in your skin and in the follicle, it could show up in breakouts pretty immediately. But again, it does seem like this is a really sound choice for makeup, especially at Sephora. So I'm excited to try those and play around with them. Their packaging is gorgeous. The products look gorgeous and really elegant. People seem to love them. The price point is very fair. So I'm into it. Next, I have the Olaplex Lash Serum. This was the most expensive product in my cart at $68. And if you know my spiel, I am anti-traditional lash serums, anti-prostaglandin analogs. Prostaglandin analogs are ingredients that disrupt your natural lash cycle where the lash naturally falls off and then starts its growth phase again. 
what these types of prostaglandin analog lash serums do is stimulate your lashes to always be in the growth cycle. This is what can cause discoloration of the eye, hyperpigmentation around the eye, or even dissolve fat around the eye area, which can make you look older. I experienced this in my mid-20s. It created a really sunken in effect. I looked really tired and sick. It was not a cute look and definitely not worth it just to have long lashes, which I, I kind of have anyway. So there just really was no point to it. I just wasn't informed. And, you know, these these products are really heavily marketed to us. And at a young age, I didn't know better. I do think, you know, products like Latisse can can be used if you're careful enough. The main thing is avoiding the product getting on the skin. This is what can trigger hyperpigmentation. It can even trigger melasma, which is pretty wild. But you can get around this by applying the product over mascara or over a brow product and just being really careful, but there's always some risk. So I'm averse to those products. I'm really liking the fact that there are more brands coming out with prostaglandin analog free lash serums. It's really promising and there's a large demographic of women who are affected with health conditions and might lose their lashes and brows and I think it's really promising for them to have hope or just women who feel like you know, their brows or lashes are lackluster. It's it's such a feature that is celebrated for, you know, being really feminine and being really attractive. So I think there's definitely a big interest in this type of technology. Let's talk a little bit about what Olaplex is doing to actually support the natural growth cycle rather than stimulate this like hyperactive phase. So they're using Olaplex bond building technology. I imagine this is what is in their hair care. It supports the skin barrier for a better environment for natural lash growth. Hyaluronic acid and biotin promote healthy looking lashes and reduce the feel and look of dry brittle lashes. Now remember if you're acne prone, you don't want to be consuming a lot of biotin. It will stimulate excess keratin piling up in the follicle, but I don't imagine this would have any effect on acne. So Olaplex also conducted clinical trials, and these were trials that were reported by the participants. So leaves a little bit of room for error, but out of 33 subjects with Twice daily use, 97% reported improvement in the appearance of denser lashes. 97% reported improvement in the appearance of longer lashes. 100% reported improvement in the appearance of thicker lashes. So this is really, really promising. And we'll see. The reviews are really good. And... I'm excited to try. I've been missing a little gap in my brows for some time now, ever since my thyroid medication was 
was off, I started to lose some brows and lashes. That's always when I know it's time for blood work. And it's something for for everyone to be aware of too. If you start to lose the tail of your brow or the middle of it, it could be time to get some blood work and possibly have your thyroid checked. Let's see, what else did I get? I got the Bobbi Brown Longwear Gel Eyeliner. I love a good gel liner. haven't used one since college, and I'm really excited to revisit that. And that is it for my Sephora cart. My go-to fragrance, I honestly don't have one. I don't wear one. I'm kind of an unscented girly. I don't mind, you know, a hair product or a body wash, or I don't super mind skincare with essential oils, but my preference and I think a lot of consumers in general are leaning toward fragrance free there's such a growing demographic of those with allergies or sensitivities and with autoimmune and with thyroid perfume really is not recommended especially if you are going to spray it on your decollete it can actually impact the thyroid so ever since learning that just from my primary care doctor. I used to be the biggest perfume girl. It's what I always asked for for special occasions. And ever since, I just kind of stopped using it. And I know there are lots of uh, alternatives to traditional perfume on the market. I haven't explored that much. I did try the Skylar perfume from Sephora and I thought it was so 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 I am in the market if anybody has good recommendations for I hate the word clean because it's there's really no regulation around it but for lack of a better word a clean or non-synthetic fragrance or perfume are you hiring a social media manager I know I mentioned this on a previous podcast. It's really TBD. I have a lot to think about with this. If I did hire somebody, it would be a social media manager for my skincare brand for Free Skin by Tessa. Reason being, I love posting on my normal social media. It comes very natural to me for the most part. I have good days and bad days, but I think I'm managing that well and I I wouldn't want anyone else to operate that. I think I think until I'm on a much bigger scale it's not something I'm thinking I'm thinking about, but from a brand perspective, there really is strategy and analytics and just <laughs> more more involved with managing a skincare brand. And I do my best with it. It's currently, it's it's me. So in that sense, it's very authentic and it's an extension of me. But I know if I want to grow it, there's, you know, strategy I'm not well-versed in. And I'm amazed at how much organic growth the brand has had. And what I do really love and what does feel really special to me right now is, is again, the community of Free Skin by Tessa, especially the, the estheticians and the consumers. I have some customers who have, I'm not even kidding, who have purchased the cleanser 20 times. And 
I think it just says so much about the quality and integrity and how ride or die people are for these cleansers. Like (laughs) I recently went through a little bit of a stressful time because my low foam was out of stock and I think, you know, being an esthetician, I've only seen, I've only had the experience of being frustrated when a product is out of stock that I love. And being on the other side, learning so much more about if one little flower is, you know, you're not able to attain that one flower, everything pauses because you can't have that same formulation without that exact botanical. And when we're retrieving ingredients from nature, this is not a factory. It's not a perfect, you know, um, it's not a perfect supply chain. It's really happening in real time. It's really dependent on the climate and the environment and COVID really impacted supply chain and impacted a lot of brands ability to get certain ingredients from certain suppliers and with me the supplier kept promising a a date for this one ingredient out of you know 30 or so and kept missing that obligation date so i kept having to push back the date push back the date and it was tough because people really wanted the product. And of course, you know, that attention goes on you as the brand owner. Um, but overall, people were understanding it. And just what I got from those messages was that people really rely on this product. They don't want to go out and buy anything else. They're extremely loyal to it. They've tried everything else on the market and they know it's something extremely special. So although the audience is not large yet, I'm just happy that it's a small, engaged group of people. And that's the way I've always run my personal business is not putting any pressure on deadlines or schedules or reaching a certain number by this year. I don't have goals in terms of metrics. What really matters to me is maintaining that engaged group of people and being very authentic with my content. So I do know there is room to bring somebody on. If I do bring somebody on, I am looking for a high level of experience, somebody who has a proven track record of, of really taking a, a indie brand from the ground up and, and growing that community, not just growing the numbers, really, really maintaining and preserving what's so special about that community. So it would really have to be the right person and somebody who just has a lot of proven experience and a really good platform. And we would have to (laughs) click personally. There would just be a lot that goes into it. And I would want to hire somebody who is better with social media than I am. So we'll see. The search is, is, I'd say like, ongoing. I'm not desperate to hire somebody. I'm happy just contributing where I can, but if the right person came along, I would consider.
How can I improve my skin barrier? I love this question and I want to talk more about it. I think skin barrier health is a little bit complex because there are so many components. It's a matter of what you're applying topically. It's a matter of your environment. It's a matter of the stressors you put on your skin and your body. It does include your diet and there are definitely certain factors that could aggravate or worsen barrier function. You could be using the wrong products for your skin type. You could be using the wrong ingredients. You could be overdoing it. You could be getting too much sun exposure. You could be using water that is too hot. You could even have an allergen in your environment such as pet dander or dust mites that are continuously aggravating the skin. Even your laundry detergent could affect the skin barrier function. So I would say when it comes to your skincare, you really want to use ingredients that are close to the skin's natural makeup. So that would mean ceramides or humectants, water binding ingredients like hyaluronic acid that our skin already naturally produces. Those are really great ingredients to use. I think the basics of it is ensuring you have a gentle cleanser that works well for your skin type. Again, I really love my Free Skin by Tessa cleansers for anyone who is concerned with barrier function, whether you want to support active ingredients like a retinoid or you just feel like your skin is chronically sensitive. They're really great go-to in terms of cleansers. You want to make sure you have an appropriate moisturizer. And I would invest in one quality serum, be it a hyaluronic acid or something that has anti-inflammatory properties. I really love the Glymed Plus CBD Micro Silver Miracle Serum. Amazing for reactive skin, inflamed skin, psoriasis, eczema, rosacea. It's incredibly calming and hydrating. My other favorite for the skin barrier is Glymed's Cell Protection Serum. This is like liquid gold for a compromised barrier packed with ceramides. And when you have a compromised barrier function, you are often missing ceramides. So that's a really great one to include. Definitely make sure you're wearing your sunscreen daily. I notice most people I talk to who struggle with barrier function are not protecting their skin enough from the sun and it's one of the easiest ways to dehydrate and damage your outermost layer which is the skin barrier. So I would say those are kind of fundamental things. And then internally, ensuring your diet is full of foods that contain antioxidants as well as water-rich foods. Cucumber is a really good one. Watermelon. Um, In terms of antioxidants, I love berries, any kind of berries, especially blueberries, and making sure you're getting good omega-3s. Salmon, wild-caught salmon is a really good food to include in your diet, as well as even meats. I know it can be controversial, but 
meat that contains amino acids is incredibly supportive for the skin barrier. I love a good steak. (laughs) And even ensuring you are drinking hyaluronic acid and electrolytes that give water something to bind to so you are hydrated internally. Those are some good places to start. And even ensuring your bedroom and where you sleep, you're using fragrance-free detergent, you're not using any dryer sheets, and you're regularly changing your laundry so that your bed linens are not accumulating excess dead skin cells that the dust mites feed off of, possibly having an air purifier in your room, using cooler temperature waters when you bathe. Those are small habits that can really go a long way. And even ensuring you're doing your part to try to manage stress. Stress is one of the biggest aggravators for inflammatory conditions and can lead to those kind of flare-ups where your barrier feels compromised. So if you can have a good bedtime routine, I think this is so important. I really stress this for my rosacea clients. Those with rosacea automatically have a defective moisture barrier, and it's so important for them to focus on their nighttime routine and try to put the phone away early, a couple hours before bed. Do some little rituals before bed, just you know, consistent habits that might even feel a little bit boring. It could be like taking your shower, lighting a little non-toxic candle, getting in clean pajamas, reading a book, listening to meditation, just a chill, calming routine to really get you in the right headspace to sleep deeply and get a good rest. That's also really important for barrier function to give your skin the tools it needs to heal. What are your pregnancy acne flare-up product recommendations, please? Okay, one thing that is important to know is that we always want to treat acne ahead of a flare. You don't want to, you know, wait for the breakouts to already be occurring to have a plan. You want to start treating and start treating preventatively. It's really the name of the game with acne. And when it comes to pregnancy and acne, I've been really surprised how much doctors can vary in terms of what they, you know, allow their patients to use. So you can even ask your doctor for a list of pregnancy approved ingredients and their strengths. I've just seen such such a difference based on the doctor. So if you can know that, it can really help. One product I do love and see good results with across the board is is Clinical Active Serum. Their whole line is entirely pregnancy safe, and I've really seen good success with kind of all grades of acne with Active Serum. So that is one product I I really like for pregnant acne clients. It's always a good go-to. Which do you like better for cystic acne, fulvic elixir or the CBD microsilver miracle from Glymed Plus? I definitely prefer the CBD microsilver miracle for more cystic acne, and it's not that it's an acne product. It's 
an anti-inflammatory serum. It has been shown to produce results that compare to topical steroids for inflammatory skin conditions like cystic acne or rosacea or psoriasis. It is so healing and calming. And it's just my preference for anything inflammatory. That's just the serum I immediately think of. It wouldn't be enough to fully manage a cystic acne condition, but something that I think is important to understand about acne that I do in all of my treatment plans and all of my personalized routines is there's always this element of an active ingredient to get in that follicle and interrupt the process. And then there's the part of the program where you need to support balancing, hydrating, healing the skin. It's really difficult to have success when you're just doing one or the other. You can't just focus on the healing component. You can't just focus on interrupting the process. It has to be a marriage of both. And with acne, especially inflammatory acne, you really need that element of of calming and anti-inflammatory. So the CBD Microsilver Miracle is my personal preference. I do love fulvic elixir, but it's not necessarily my go-to for acne. I think it's more of a supportive role and yeah, it wouldn't be wrong to use it. It I just feel like my mind immediately goes to the CBD Micro Silver Miracle Serum. I am in love with the whole Glymed CBD range. That is, I think, those are some of the strongest products in the line and the acne products. A simple routine for a 31-year-old man with normal dry sensitive skin. I want my hubby to use good products. Oh, that's so sweet. And this is my client asking. So men don't necessarily need specific skincare. Really the most important thing regardless of gender is ensuring the products are right for the person. They're right for their concerns. They're high quality products and they do what they say they do. So I'll outline a routine that is pretty universal that, you know, anyone could use. And if you don't have a major concern, this is a great place to start. It sounds like this person is really wanting to ensure they're hitting the necessities, they're using high quality products, they have a strong routine, and they are a little bit concerned with dryness. I would venture to guess if there's no exfoliation in the routine, there could be a buildup of dead skin cells on the skin. So we want to ensure we have a way to remove them. And we also want to be rebuilding the skin, getting hyaluronic acid, ceramides, good hydrators on the skin as well. So we always want to start with a great cleanser. The right Cleanser is the foundation for your routine, and the wrong one can really set you up for failure. I've seen skin so badly impacted by the wrong stripping cleanser, so it is so important. There are so many good ones. I really love the Glymed Plus vitamin C cleanser for a dry skin type, somebody who just wants to get some added brightening action in their routine. 
I love the pre-treatment foaming cleanser, which is a really gentle, lightly foaming option. The Glymed Men's Essential Cleanser is also really awesome and gentle. That is the one that Dylan uses every single day and (laughs) reminds me of when he's out of it. I actually use it as my body wash and it's just fantastic. So this is a cleanser your guy could actually use as a two-in-one. I know we make fun of, you know, brands that are a shampoo, a body wash, and a face wash, but he could totally use this for the face and the body. And then of course he could use any of the free skin by Tessa cleansers. Low foam is definitely popular with the guys. It's great at removing surface level impurities, but it doesn't contain any acids or any exfoliation. So he is safe to use it every single day. And then if he is up for it, I would say this step can be negotiable to some. To me, it is important. I want all my clients to have a toner in their routine. The one I would suggest in this case is the Glymed Skin Recovery Mist. It is a hydrating hyaluronic acid face mist. And I find toning mist can be so helpful because the skin is really the most vulnerable when it's undergoing transepidermal water loss. So when you get out of the shower or after you've washed your face, you want to use that short window of time when water is evaporating to get more moisture into the skin. So I'd recommend just a couple pumps of skin recovering mist on the face and neck. Then he can go in with a hydrating serum. And I know a guy might not want five different serums. So you could start with the one that best addresses his concerns. I would say there's three serums that that if he's up for it would be important and he could certainly work to get there. But possibly starting with the hyaluronic acid serum, such as the Glymed Hydrogel, would be step one. I'd say step number two for serums would be a vitamin C. If a guy can use a vitamin C in his 20s or 30s and just use it for life, he is going to really help to maintain that collagen, keep his skin bright and healthy, and really boost his sunscreen as well. So I'd try to push for the vitamin C too. And then the third serum option that would be helpful would be something that has exfoliating properties, something with glycolic or lactic acid would be great for a dry skin type that needs exfoliation. I will link a couple options. I'll actually link every product I've mentioned in this episode in the show notes, but he could use the Glymed Facial Hydrator or the AHA Accelerator. Those would be great options or a retinol. And a retinol can be great for a dry skin type because it's helping to turn over those dead old skin cells and bring fresh new ones to the surface. Another serum and just another ingredient that's really valuable, vitamin C and a retinol are really the core staples of any skincare routine. And they're the ones I would advocate for most if somebody is looking to improve their skincare routine. Of course, we want to have a moisturizer. And the one I really love for men, and this is universal, women can of course use it too, is the 
intense peptide cream from Glymed Plus. Reason being, it is number one, packed with peptides, which are skin rebuilders and so important for dry skin and for barrier health, for anyone who has aging concerns. And this is a medium weight cream that feels nice and nourishing for dry skin, but it's also very lightweight and does not feel greasy, which guys just usually don't appreciate. And last but not least, SPF. He's got to have a great SPF that he likes, otherwise he won't use it. I would recommend two of the Glymed sunscreens. I love the Photo Age SPF with the blue label. That is my personal favorite SPF. It's especially good for dry skin. It'll leave you feeling nice and nourished and, and glowy. If I ever feel like I'm still a little dry after doing my full routine. That is the one I reach for. Glymed also makes an oil-free SPF that is very lightweight and really popular with the guys. So just depending on the consistency he likes, I'd say either of those two, the photo age for a little extra nourishment or the oil-free if he likes something that is super lightweight and pretty transparent upon application. Before I let you go, I wanted to share a little (laughs) quick passage from a book I'm currently reading. It's called Master Your Emotions, A Practical Guide to Overcome Negativity. And this book has just really been resonating with me and I thought I would share because it just reminds me so much of our industry. I talk to so many peers who feel like they get caught in the comparison trap. I do all the time, pretty much daily, and I just feel like this serves as a good reminder if you're struggling with comparison or if you are fearful of failing, another really important aspect of business, I want you to hear this. So it says, not everybody will love you. You care what other people think of you because you want them to approve of you. You assume the best way to do that is to avoid making waves. As a result, you spend your whole life trying to be the perfect person, hoping to be loved. However, it usually doesn't work. No matter how great you are, some people won't like you. You may try to fix the image people have of you, but that won't work either. People will see you the way they want to because of their own values and beliefs. Thus, if you base your self-worth on what people think of you, you'll always be at the mercy of the approval of others. What will happen if they suddenly disapprove of you? Unfortunately, no amount of external approval will compensate for a lack of self-approval. By trying so hard to be loved by everybody, you risk living a dull life in which you're unable to express your personality. You'll end up mimicking your friends, pleasing everybody around you, but forgetting to please the most important person in the world, you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Never forget you are the most important person in the world. And the work that we do as estheticians is so much more meaningful when we are taking care of ourselves. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little casual Q&A and I cannot wait to share the episodes I have coming down the pipeline. Stay tuned. Don't forget all the products mentioned will be linked in the show notes. Don't forget to follow along 
over on Instagram at MySDTessa, on TikTok at MySDTessa, and on YouTube, Tess Zolly. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next week.